bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is the truth of the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Now that's time. You're listening to Truth. Oh, hang on. You can tell I'm tired, right? I'm going to just stand here for 12 minutes and do this. I made it. All right. So. Uh-oh, Kyle was hollering at me. Take a deep breath, because you know what? I did the same thing earlier today, and I jumped right into it, and I sat down, and I had to pause for a second. I know yeah, you're younger than me. I, yeah, exactly. I'm mean? younger than you. Are you insinuating that I'm out of shape? I'm insinuating that we're probably in the same shape. No, I think I'm a little better shape than you. You're listening to oh, Truth in the Afternoon. <laughs> you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, you never learned how to breathe? Really? No, you should hear myself breathe when I run after I get done running. <laughs> wow. Wow. I know not to run. Don't run with Kyle. Everybody on LinkedIn knows now. Don't run with Kyle. So I had to run upstairs because I got here. I should have known because I had everything I needed except my headphones. And I went, hmm. And then I said, huh, Kyle's office is right there across from my desk and I went uh, he's not here so then I went halfway up and I went how much time so when I ran out I said Ben 
How much time do I have? Ben said, you got a minute and some change. So then I went upstairs, grabbed my headphones, and Kyle said, hey, aren't you supposed to be doing a show? And I'm like, uh, because, you know, when the boss calls you out, hey, yeah, okay. So I ran down, and when I ran past the door, Ben said, you got 10 seconds. And then I ran in, sat down, and now here I am. All that to say, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Welcome to this afternoon's version segment. It's Thursday. It's snowing outside like crazy. And I don't think the snow has literally stopped since 9 o'clock this morning. And I stepped in it, and it was that crunchy wet. So I don't think... Nobody cares if you think it's not bad. It is bad. Just because you live up in Goat's Breath where it ain't no snow, that's okay. Because actually the snow came from the south and the west. The kids should not have gone to school today. You know how much snow that would have been for those little two-year-olds to walk through? First and foremost, by the time they were in the school building, that snow would have been fine. And they would be leaving school right now where it's not even snowing like that. It's not that it's bad. It's still snowing. Barely. It's not bad. It is not oh, that Kyle, bad. Oh, Kyle, you just so for the children. Y'all see what I got to put up with? I'm disappointed in you. He don't even like I'm, I am. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I expect more from you when it comes to the expectations that we lay for the, the future generation. Because all now, now it's just like, oh, whenever we think snow's going to come, we're just going to cancel school. That's with exactly what they're going to do. The future generation is ruined by Gen X, not boomers. Them oh. blaming boomers on being the reason why Gen X are that way. Is a lie. Oh well, you're now you're the grandparents of some of these kids. Of the, I don't have any grandkids, so oh, well, I don't I'm know what you're talking about. Well, maybe maybe one day you'll be blessed to be the grand grand grandfather and they of will a not millennial be, child, and they will not be millennials, and they will not be Gen Zers. So what's your point? And you're going to spoil them, and you're going to basically perpetuate this cycle that we have. No, I'm of not. Softification of America. No, I'm not. <laughs> Me, of all people, you said, "Oh, these poor little kids can't trek through the snow." I did it. You did it. They can do it too, Ken. <laughs> I would clap back, but it would sound too arrogant and too mean. So I'm going to just, you know, let it go. <clears throat> Sometimes when young people don't know what they're talking about, you just let it go. <clears throat> you just let it go. Because all that's in the past. We can't judge up the past, can we? Oh, wait a minute. Yes, we can. So, the All-Star Game's coming up in the NBA. And it's in, what, Salt Lake City, Utah. And the Utah Jazz. Hey, they're hosting. And Carl Malone played for the Utah Jazz. Did they win a ring? Carl Malone does not win a ring. They lost to Michael Jordan two years in a row. So, 30 years ago, Carmelone is long out of the NBA. 30 years ago, he had a little, you know, something that went on. And my question is, why are we dredging up Carmelone antics from 30 years ago? 
just because he's judging the slam dunk contest in Utah. Well, Carl is judging, and someone brought back the fact that he, in his 20s, got a 13-year-old girl pregnant. Now, that's pretty bad. That makes him a pedophile. That's terrible. But the only reason you're dredging this up is because he's hosting a slam dunk contest. And he, well, I know he's judging it. I can say host because it's Utah Jazz. He's playing for Utah Jazz. I told me Jeff just being, you know. That's how, that's how sports people get. You know, they get all weird. You know, Everything has to be correct. But think about this. In all seriousness, he had sex with a 13-year-old in his 20s, and he got her pregnant. 30 years ago, she's now in her 40s. I don't know whether or not she had the baby. But at some point, after 30 years, has he atoned for his misdeeds? I mean... Other people have done more heinous things, like homicide, and has gotten out, is out living their life, has been forgiven, and every time something happens, people don't go back into social media and start drudging up, and, oh, look at this, look at this. Now, had this been a white guy, I don't know if it would have happened, but I know some white basketball players that have done some pretty heinous things, and I don't ever see their face. In the same vein, why have we stopped talking about Brett Favre when we know he got $5 million from the welfare fund? Oh, he's special. So now because Carl Malone is judging the slam dunk contest in Utah, somebody's trying to bring back and judge up all of this stuff through social media. After 30 years... Has he atoned for his misdeeds? 833-212-1017. I've got another topic I want to talk to you in the social media realm coming up a bit later. But I want to know, based on just Carl Malone, I wonder, when is enough enough? And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 
1-800-242-1017 is the number. We have a quick guest today, and I'm excited to have him in the studio because I've seen some things in media and online and in newspapers, and sometimes it's better just to actually talk to the person, and that way you can get it firsthand. Not every day do we get a person who's running for two positions at one time. Um, I don't know if anybody... Well, you know what? I'm going to ask him. First of all, welcome in the studio. We have Mr. Jeff Spence. How's Good it going? Good afternoon. Haven't Very seen you well. in a while. Where you been? I've been around. I get, I get around. Okay. All right. As Tupac says, I get around. So he's, <laughs> he's actually simultaneously running for two positions, uh, two open seats, the citywide uh, Milwaukee School Board position and Milwaukee Common Council District 5, where uh, Nikita Dodd was the older woman and she resigned. And so the election commission has confirmed, as I already knew, that you can run for two positions and if elected to both positions, serve in both positions. And some people are a little up in arms and you know they're they're doing their what what do you what do you call it? Common sense justice instead of actually reading the rule <laughs> of law, where it actually says you can run for both, you can do both. One of them is a part-time position anyway, so right. so what's the yeah? It's like you can't have a part-time job, I guess. So you're you're running for both of these. Um, tell me why. Yeah, um, it it's interesting. I I was a school board member for 16 years. Right, I remember that. And I was working at Milwaukee Metropolitan Sewage District mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. Um, at an executive level. And so I was essentially serving um, in government in two different organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people ask me, well, it, will it be difficult for you to do that? No, I've done it before. Okay. Uh, but the reason that I'm running for both is our, our systems are broken. Okay. Um, if you think about how we're running city government, county, MPS, we run them in silos, and we're serving the same citizens. Right, right. A lot of, lot of duplication. A lot of duplication, and we're not working in a way that provides services um, that would be um, successful. So what would you we're, do to change that? I think part of it is really getting both MPS and the city of Milwaukee and the county to buy into one agenda. Okay. Uh, in my mind, the best way to do that is to give seats to the county executive and the mayor of Milwaukee on um, MPS board. Okay. Um, forcing us to think about how we service our youngest citizens. Okay. Um, we could do some things that would really look at those indicators of health or our young people. And we know that if we don't serve them well mm-hmm. when they're young, um, outcomes for them as they age are in jeopardy. But we know that the county has now gotten out of the healthcare business. They sold doing, you know. They got out, but they're still that, responsible but, for mental health. Right, but that's just one piece. It is an important piece, especially nowadays, when you look at the mental health of our, mm-hmm. our students. And, and so it's really looking at the entire structure of government and asking, 
in the 21st century. Can't we do this better? We're running it in a way. Um, well, we're running it as if we're in the 20th century. So why alderman? Why an aldermatic seat? Um, first and foremost, I've, I've lived in that district for 30 years. And I saw good service and I saw mediocre service. My initial um, foray into it is, well, I can complain about it. But if I'm going to complain about it and I don't know anybody else who's running, I better jump in and fill the void. So little little did I know that there would be six other people running, which is great. I mean, quite frankly, um, we sometimes get jaded about civic engagement. And to see that many people come out mm-hmm. and show interest is a good thing. And now it becomes about dialoguing on who's got the best um, approach to serving the citizens of the, the 5th dist- Aldermanic District. So is anyone else running against you for the, for the uh, school board? The there is one individual running. Mm-hmm. Um and she, it, well, she worked for the MTA, mm-hmm. um, and um, I don't like to talk ill of opponents, but I think my credentials stand up okay. much better than hers does relative to policymaking and leadership. And I think at this juncture in time, MPS desperately needs board leadership. Um, If you look at um, some of the base data on student achievement, it's troubling. And it it just shows that we're going to have issues uh, far into the future if Mm -hmm. we don't do things to right-size and correct education here in the city of Milwaukee. So what are what are two things you would do for the school board and two things you would do as an as a as our alderman to change Milwaukee and make it better? Yeah. Let's let's roll forward because your That's election good. is what, April? Yes, so the, there's a primary on Tuesday for okay, uh, right. for the aldermanic race. And since there are only two people running um for the citywide for the city, position. That'll be primary in It'll in be April. April. It'll be the general election. Okay. So both positions. I'm sorry, general. Yep. So what are what are two things you want to do for each position? Because I can't let you go without, yeah. without telling me what are what are two things you would do for the city council and what are two things you would do for I'm sorry, let me even rephrase that. <laughs> Let's jump forward. It's now two years from now. So you were elected in twenty three, right? Yes. Now it's 2025, and it's April 4th. What will have changed? What two things will have changed because you were in office in your automatic district and on the school board? So on the general services side, those things that citizens expect their aldermen to do, I'd like to think that come two years from now, I will have satisfied their need to have someone who was responsive to their their needs, and that I would rate well from that perspective. So there's the that that base service piece. Okay. From a policy perspective, I would like to think that two years from now 
we will have made great strides on figuring out how to better deliver services overall as as governmental entities. We will find ways to work collaboratively across these silos to build something that is more sustainable. But we've heard that from, let me see, how many people are on the city council? 15? Yeah. We've heard that 15 times. You've heard it. I would tell you that I've got experience um, from the MMSD perspective Mm -hmm. of actually working across organizations to create greater outcomes. I think the Milwaukee Metropolitan Sewage District is one of those organizations that has found a means to work with all types of governmental entities. And I'll give you an example. Uh, With um, Milwaukee Public Schools, um, a lot of brick and mortar, right? If you look at schools, just not a lot of green space or green structures. Milwaukee Metropolitan Sewage District has worked with MPS and other schools across the region to green up those those sites. Right. And our, our reason for doing that is, is twofold. We think that uh, that there is great benefit by having rainwater captured on sites that have a lot of impermeable surface. Uh, but what it also does is it creates an environment for young people that are more healthy. So you get you get a two bang uh, you get a, a double bang for your buck. There. Okay, so now so what about so, the school board? So the school board. Two things. Two years two from things, now. Two years from now. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that we've right right sized MPS. So um, so what what does that mean? That means that when you look back when I first served in in 1999, MPS had about 93,000 kids it was serving. Today, it's servicing oh, somewhere around 70,000. Okay. But we still have enough uh, infrastructure to service about 90,000 kids. We're putting money into facilities that are not serving kids. So how do you get the school board to change that? The school board can make some decisions relative to their budgets and to use of facilities mm-hmm. to say, okay, we don't have a need for those facilities. Let's give them back to the city, and the city can put them on the market. Okay. Um, the the other things that we can do is, and if you're familiar with the K-12 ecosystem here in Milwaukee, families have a lot of different choices. And MPS struggles with working with those other entities, whether it's choice charter, to come up with, um, base, um, I, I want to say services, but it's expectations really across the entire um, ecosystem to say, here's, what's, here's what would be proper for young people. And we should hold ourselves accountable to getting programs that do that. Right now, we look at it in a, in a way that's, that's driven by competition. Well, I'd like to see all of our kids succeed. And the way that we do that is we get all of the adults mm-hmm. in this community to work towards that end and not be in competition with one another. All right. 30 seconds. 
Why vote for you? Why vote for me? Uh, I have got experience uh, in governance from a number of different number of different platforms. Uh, I have got the uh, mindset to work collaboratively with people, and I've got enough connections to make things happen across this community. All right. Jeff Spence running for two simultaneous open seats, the citywide Milwaukee School District uh, board president and position. And see, I promoted you already. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, Milwaukee Common Council District 5 seat previously held by Nikita Dodd. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Enjoy the snow. I'll try. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. We just had to throw in that quick interview with Jeff Spence. He's running for um, a couple of positions in the city of Milwaukee. So that'll be coming up, and he'll be in two. Uh, he'll be in a primary in February, and then again in the general in April. So that ought to be an interesting run. There's a, quite a few, like five or six people running for the automatic district and uh, the, the automatic seat and the school board position and Speaking of, 833-212-1017 is the number. Before the break, I, I, I still have the question. And if you'd like to hit, hit me on the talk and text line or even call, I still have the question, when is atonement atoned? Like, when is it done? That's kind of redundant. When, when you had a mea culpa, I don't know what happened behind Carl Malone. But evidently, he still played a game, and he's done, and he's retired. Why are we drudging this back up? Is somebody still trying to cancel him? Like, when we don't like what people do, we just drudge it up and just bring it up, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up, till we just get this following to get rid of him? What are you getting rid of? The guy's already a millionaire. The guy's always on TV every now and then doing some, you know, stand-up stuff, you know, being, being a talking head for sports. So at some point, what exactly do you get out of bringing up the fact that he got this girl pregnant when he was in his 20s? On top of that, why are you judging the 13-year-old? Because now everybody's looking for the 13-year-old because now she's in her, in her 40s. If she's still alive, God willing. What are, what, what are we doing? Do we just want to destroy people because we can destroy people because, you know, what, you just don't like Carl Malone or, oh, look at what he did. So at that point, we hold everything against everybody no matter what. Like you make a mistake, you're done. 
for life. You're done. And I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I've made my share of mistakes. People keep drudging stuff up. At some point, you just, what? I mean, and what exactly are you going to do to Carl Malone? The guy's a millionaire. Lord knows how many times over. Let, let, me, let, me, let me use Google. How much is Carl Malone worth? Carl Malone net worth. Oh, yeah. He's only worth $55 million. What are you going to do to him? Like, what exactly are you going to do to Carl Malone that's going to hurt him? Six foot nine, retired millionaire. Are you going to run him out of the country or something? Like, I don't know. 833-212-1017 is the number. When are people, when have people atoned for their past? When is enough enough? Because I'm watching people who go to prison for homicide and get out and get treated better. I don't know if I could fathom being in prison for the rest of my life. I don't know if I could do that. That would really, really disturb me. But once you're out, if you get out, haven't you proven? Haven't you shown? And see, here's here's the thing that disturbs me. Depending on how much time I would get, I'd probably just want to finish it. I don't want to get out on probation. But I don't really know what I'm talking about because I've never been to prison. So <laughs> some people in prison be like, I need to get out of here now. I, I've never been in that. I haven't, I've never had that issue. So I, I really can't speak on that. So I know I don't want to go. I know that for sure. Let Kyle go. I'm not going. Let somebody else go. But I don't know if that is. Is it something we should do? Is is atonement something that we give people after they've served their time? You've paid your debt to society. And should we just wipe your record clean? Depending on the crime. Should we just wipe your record clean? Should we make it disappear? We'll talk about other things I think we should make disappear because there there's some there's some things with social media I want to bring up. I got some questions about And I'm not really sure if people will agree with me. But I know one thing. We got some kids around here that are doing some really ridiculous things. I'm also going to talk about uh, an ordinance related to overnight parking permits. Do you park on the street, Kyle? I sure do. All right. Well, I got got some information for you from Alderman Jonathan Brostoff. So we'll, we'll, we'll check that out. It better be for the people. I'm going to let you decide. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So it connected to everything else except that. <laughs> Ooh, life in the big city. Let me go through here. Talking text line. Mike from Mill Road said, Dr. Ken and Kyle is like PB&J on toast. I love it. He must be talking about me. <laughs> Kyle's like, uh, no, he's talking about me. Uh, da, 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 da. Kyle, why you let Ken talk to you in that manner? He does like you don't know ever, anything. Okay, okay, let me read this right because people don't put punctuations in the talking text line. Ken, uh, Kyle, why you let Ken talk to you in the manner he does? You don't like you don't know anything. Do I talk to you like that, Kyle? I don't feel like you do, but it is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. So You do be hollering at me. I do holler at you, but I let, it's, it's your show. <laughs> I don't, you know. Wow. Like, we, we flipped where now younger, older people have to be respectful to younger people. There's, there's, no, there's no just automatic respect. Respect your juniors. <laughs> That's funny because I'm not a senior, so, but anyway. Um, eight three three two one I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that old yet. I got. I got a few it's, more it's years. Sixty five senior citizen. Man, when I get there, you. I'm gonna act a fool. How come you're not doing it? I'm older than you. How come you're not letting me park there? I'm older than you. How come you're not letting me be first? I'm older than you. How come I can't eat first? I'm older than you. How come I can't go to bed first? I'm older than you. How come I can't check in first? I'm, y'all got a senior line? How much the senior burger? How much is the senior movie? I'm tell man, I'm gonna milk the living. I asked now. Uh, uh, do, 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 excuse me. Do you have a senior rate? Oh yes, there's a twenty percent discount. You can see people standing around like what? Yeah, give me that. I'm taking all of that. That's why you need to marry you a cougar. Yeah, I want children. <laughs> Cougars can have children. How old are we talking? Ten years. Our Kelly voice. Ten years. We're talking ten years. Yeah, You're I can do ten years. <clears throat> I can listening. do ten years. You can have babies. I'm gonna move on. So, <laughs> to the regal individual, Mr. Kyle Wallace is interesting. You use the same words. Doctor can use soft, and it is hard for Doctor Ken to ever tell you once you're actually right. That's what Mr. Lee said, but that's not true. But why do they love me, Ken? I come on here and I just get so much love. I, I appreciate being on your show. You don't get love on other people's show? I mean, I get love. I get a lot of love on this show. They like because I set you straight, Ken. Yeah, you try. But since I've forgotten much more than you'll ever remember, sure, that's fine. You know they think we don't like each other. No, we very much do like each other. I, I genuinely like Dr. Ken Harris. How hard it is to believe for many people, I do. And I and I just tolerate Kyle because I have to because he's the boss. <laughs> that was funny. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, talking text line says, Brother Jeff is truly, talking about Jeff Spence, is truly well-meaning human being, good human being. He's also a very good baseball player. Jeff is an example of Mr. James Beckham's mission to cultivate every good athlete who are even better people. He went on to say, hope we can have Mr. Beckham's baseball stadium declared a historical landmark one day. This would be a grand tribute to more than 50 years of dedication to kids 
in Milwaukee. Um, talking text line. Um, I don't get this, Kyle. So you'll you'll have to navigate this for me. Let me break down this young lingo or whatever the heck it is. Carmelone child in question is Cheryl Ford, former WNBA player. Uh, I don't think it's Cheryl Ford. I think it's Shamika Holslaw. I can check it out. I don't think it's Cheryl Ford. Cheryl Ford. Did you say Holslaw? Holslaw. I don't know how to say this. <laughs> but he did. He did have a. I don't know if they say an illegitimate child. Right. Out of marriage. You know, you know, they, don't, they don't call them that anymore. But I don't they just know. say children. Children. Well, child. I I can look up exactly who his former daughter is that played in the she, she's not WNBA. A, she's not a former or, daughter. Like, really, Kyle? And y'all wonder why I holler at him. Oh, no. They do say it's Cheryl Ford. I did not know it was Cheryl Ford. There you go. It was. It, I thought it was somebody else. Well, and then Cheryl what Ford about Demetri- a, Demetrius Bell? Demetrius NFL player. Is that his son? I don't know. He, I, he may got, I mean, Carl Malone has a lot of children. I mean, when I really? say, like, oh, yeah, he has, I, I think he got plenty of kids from what I, well, he, he got around. I guess he had to make 55 million. Yeah. Just to, how many <laughs> children does Carl Malone have? Uh oh, the internet broke. I'm just kidding. That's how many kids he had. I'm just kidding. You got seven. Uh, he can afford seven? So yeah, he can afford seven. But yeah, Cheryl Ford is his daughter, so I, I stand corrected. I didn't know it was her. But a lot of them don't like him from what I've heard as well. There you go, Mr. Lee. Kyle corrected himself. See? See? Hmm. So I don't know whether to jump on. I think I'll jump on the easy one. I'll, I'll save the social media for the five o'clock hour. But um, this one is for Kyle. The Common Council's Public Safety and Health Committee today recommended approval of file 221544, an ordinance related to overnight parking permits. Authored by Alderman Jonathan Brostoff, the ordinance change adds monthly, weekly, and daily parking permits to the existing annual and four-month Permits, in addition to establishing a fixed price for each defined duration of parking. Currently, if you want to park, you have the option of buying an annual or a four-month, and then after the purchase is only applicable for the remainder of the trimester, or annual instead of the four-month, or you can do the whole year. The new monthly, weekly, and daily permit would be available for prices of $10, $5, and one dollar respectively. In addition to the four month annual permit that would remain as options for purchase, the new rolling permits would be available by the end of the current trimester ending in April thirtieth. Additionally, the ordinance would create push notifications to proactively alert users when permits are up for renewal. Related to overnight parking permits. Authored by Alderman Jonathan Brostoff, the ordinance change adds monthly, weekly, and daily parking permits to the existing annual and four-month permits, in addition to establishing a fixed price for each defined duration of parking. Currently, if you want to park, you have the option of buying an annual or a four-month, and then after the purchase is only applicable for the remainder of the trimester, or annual instead of the four-month, or you can do the whole year. The new monthly, weekly, and daily permit would be available for prices of $10, $5, and $1, respectively. In addition to the four-month annual permit that would remain as options for purchase, the new rolling permits would be available by the end 
of the current trimester ending on April 30th. Additionally, the ordinance will create push notifications to proactively alert users when permits are up for renewal. So how much is how much is, is per four months? Uh, I think it's 40. And how much is it for a year, did they say? I don't know how much. Because right now it's a you know, 50, it I think. And so it's very upsetting if the price is going to go up because $10, yeah, $10 a month don't sound like a lot. But when currently I think it's 50 or $55 for an entire year, and then Correct. all of a sudden they, they're bumping it up to $120 per year, there we go again. On the backs of a lot of people, you think about the people that park on the street. A lot of renters have to park on the street overnight. And so now, again, you're putting more on the back of the renters. So it's $55 per year yep. or $20 for a four-month trimester. So now they want to make it $40 for the four-month trimester for $10 per month? Is that what it is? No. The monthly, um, unless they limit, unless they limit, so the new would be monthly would be 10 weekly would be 5 and daily permits would be one. So if you think about it, the longer you buy a permit, the cheaper per day it is. So Does wait, that make sense? It, it, that, that makes sense. But what I'm saying is, are they keeping the quarterly yes. the four months the same price as $20 yes. per quarter? Yes. Or just as long as they're doing that. Now, daily, you get three nights free per 30 days. Is correct. that still going to sit? That is correct. Does that stay the same? or is they, Yes. Okay. Well, then go and ahead. So, and so what, what happens is the shorter time, you actually pay more. Yeah, which makes sense. But I thought they were getting rid of the deal we have now. Hmm. No. But if you think about it, just buying the yearly permit makes it easy for you. Yep. I mean, it just makes it easier. So that's that's what I would do. But, I mean, think about it. If you paid a dollar... Your month would cost you a dollar a day for five days. It would cost you five, ten, fifteen, twenty bucks when they're telling you pay ten for the month. Or pay just twenty for the quarter. That's what I did. I was sick of parking on the street. Right. Calling right. it in. And if you buy four court four, you pay sixty dollars versus fifty five. Right? Fifty five for the annual. Why wouldn't you just buy the annual? That's what I did. I bought the annual. Mm. Or just don't park on the street. <laughs> Get a garage. See, you could save a lot of money by just building a garage. It only costs you like, I don't know, ten, fifteen thousand dollars to save a fifty-five dollar annual permit. But those are the kind of things we do. In the five o'clock hour, we're gonna be talking about social media and seventeen year olds and all sorts of stuff like that. We want to also remind you that 1017 the truth on the 24th will be in the Robert W. Plaster Collaboratorium at Concordia University, Wisconsin. I'll be taking my show there for the economics, politics, and philosophy on the Bluff speaker series. And I'll be exploring African-American community in Milwaukee and as it relates to economics. Guests include Dr. Rachel Ferguson, Concordia University, Chicago, author of Black Liberation Through the Marketplace. If you want to join us, hit us at thetruth.eventbrite.com. Dot com. Jason Fields, Van Mobley, me. It'll be great. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris.